Pum Pum. OMG, ladies and gentlemen. Hell of a night last night. The Imperial March, and it's perfect because I was wearing all black yesterday, too. So let's get some Vader in us. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business, business Bros. Yeah, <laughs> damn. It's like the Death Star, dude. I need you to do me a favor. Blow it up! <laughs> Give nice. me some heat, baby. All right, all you business pros out there, before we jump into the show, just a quick shout out to the 2021 Genius of the Year, my big bro Hernan. I'm so proud. All right, all right. And also a reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings we'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it and if you want to be a guest on the show we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well go to www.businessbros.biz schedule your time and don't forget to follow us on all our business uh, all our social medias at business bros pod dang I swear oh uh, anyway we're so excited so honored to bring another incredible guest to the business bros pod our guest today is many things but boring is not one of them he is, you ready for this? A photographer, author, storyteller, podcast host, YouTuber, bot hunter, animator, cabinet maker, designer, and coder. So who knows what we're going to talk about today? What I can tell you is that our guest is a staunch believer in freedom, personal security, and happiness. And he recognizes how much the pandemic has fostered an unforeseen boom for social media. When millions of people left the silos of Twitter and Facebook after the 2020 election, perfect music for that, groups were moved to encrypted platforms like Telegram and Signal and to decentralized social networks too. Tune in to see which direction we go on today's show, what we get to learn about, and which rabbit hole we get lost in. Joining us today from Wonderland, probably, the host of the Create Multi-Platform Podcast and so much more, welcome to the show. Trip Elix! All yeah. right, welcome to the program, Trip. And ladies how and can gentlemen. I get you to do that intro? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know uh, we have a little bit of a connectivity issue. Trip can definitely hear me, but it's like those newscasters back in the '90s where you talk to people from like west coast all the way to the east coast and you say something and then there's gonna be that small little delay so bear with us we're still gonna get through this thing trip thank you very much for coming on the show that intro was fire right a little bit of describe well, that was fire man that was fire man i wish i uh, sign me up dude i want him every single time that's for sure all right man, you, well, got tell it, me trip, you got it you got it. You got it. Well, tell me a little bit about, you know, there's so many things that he described that you do. Uh, like, how do you decide on what's going to occupy your day for for today? Like, how, how did you get to those things? Was it, was it like a transition where these are oh, just things I, that were in your past? No, it, it's all stuff that I do. I mean, one of the things that you didn't mention is I have a new book coming out on uh, September 1st. 
a novel called Start Your Own Cult for Fun and Profit. Um, among other things, I've written four books. One's called Protecting Kids Online. And that's what I originally approached you guys with was that book because the reason that I'm traveling, I'm in a hotel room, lovely hotel uh, in Ohio. The reason that I'm in a hotel hotel room is I had a cousin whose 16 year old son committed suicide mm. and I had to go come to the funeral. But this is not because of the pandemic. Since the beginning of social media and the internet, this has been an untold horror show that's been happening across just primarily the United States, and there isn't an explanation for it. It's at the beginning of social media, but has been at a steady ascension ever since the internet came to the United States. And it's really not talked about, and it really needs to be. Um, little kids taking their lives is not a joke. It's not funny but it's serious and we really need to find a, a we need to find the cause of this because it it, it it could be just a communication between all of us at the same time it could be the iPhone or the me generation I'm really not sure but this is happening more and more and I talked about this statistic in my uh, in my book, Protecting Kids Online, because I knew that that was an issue even then. But beyond all of that horror show and stuff, let's talk a little bit about how to save businesses money. Well, before we, before we, before we move there, One you know, sure. Let, 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 I want to, I want to kind of hover on what you talked about because you know. I believe the internet is one yeah, of the sure. greatest communication tools we have. And, and when you talk about, you know, the, the right. kids growing up and kind of losing themselves, I think a lot of it has to do with what the way we are raising our children today. Right. So for example, when I was a kid, um, what the information I had was whatever was in my encyclopedia Britannica set that my parents had bought. That was the amount of information that I could get outside of their own cardinal knowledge. Maybe I went to a library, which I didn't want to go to, Maybe I would learn how to use the Dewey Decimal System and I go and pick up, you know, a book and I learn how to use the index and the glossary and try to find information, but it wasn't as easy as it is today. So growing up, my parents could keep us in a bubble, right? They only taught us what we what right. we knew. Well, Adrian, thank you for coming out, right? But today, yeah. today things are different. Today, my children have access to so much more information. They see things video-wise, they hear things audio-wise, the video games they play, and so much different information that when I talk to my kids about what's going on, I can't bubble them, I can't keep them in a bubble. My job is not to enclose them, my job is to help guide them through this world that exists. Because you know, when I hear people say things like, we gotta go back on the internet, or you know, the, the social media is bad, it's not going anywhere. And so not having, you know, trying to say that we can go backwards on that, on that sense is tough. It's more about what kind of conversations should we be having with our kids, with our youth, with our, you know, people in this space to, to help open up the discussion rather than allowing people to hide behind it. Right. No. And, you know, this is the thing about the grand illusion, if you will, is because your kids are still in a bubble. 
It's just you don't recognize it as a bubble. We have a common voice within our society. Um, you can see it in news cycle. You can see it in politics. Although we're given this illusion of a great separation between, uh, for example, the people, uh, well, I can't, there's certain things that you can't talk about on the internet because yeah. I'll get your show thrown off, literally. And this is a problem because the internet wasn't designed for censorship and it is rampant right now. I mean, there are certain opinions that I have that I'm not allowed to express and you're not allowed to play. And it doesn't matter what platform you're on. I can use certain keywords or even mention one person's name can get you and I banned right now. So that I totally agree with you. Uh, it, it's it's it, it, the insidiousness that we live in an open society with free communication begins with personal encryption, my friend. And if you go to my website, uh, I give you some tools that you can download for free um, that allow you to send encrypted text messages to your friends friends and family and teach your kids how to encrypt messages and why to encrypt messages. You know why to encrypt messages? Because right now, I don't know if you know this or not, but the White House recently um, ordered social media and the telecommunication carriers to read your text messages to see if you're talking about the, um, the, okay. uh, great sickness that is going on across. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, to read every one of your text messages. Now it's not a human that's reading them, but it's a computer, which is benign, but worse because that computer is not just reading your text messages and going through them. No, that computer is recording them, storing them for later access. So when you're talking, <clears throat> Go ahead. Yeah, let, let's let's uh, let's hover on that because I, I I agree with you. There's it's funny because when I talk to my students, especially about social media, um, I like to use the analogy of you know when when I was first going to get a car, I wanted a red three door Honda Civic hatchback, right? That's what I wanted when I was 16 years old. And as soon as I was almost able to get it. I would drive down the road and I would see them everywhere. There's a red Honda. There's a red Honda. There's a red Honda. And it's not like they just popped out of nowhere. They had been there the whole time. It's just because I started focusing my attention on what I wanted, I would see that more often. And so I explained to my students that the social media feed that they see is oftentimes a reflection of what they're watching. Because you're, what you're describing here is, is very much like, you know, they're taking into account how long you're staying on a post. What are you looking at? What are you searching for? And they're going to feed you more of that information. And when, and when we talk about things like, like what you're talking about, where, whether we can go into, you know, uh, into whatever conspiracy theory we're talking about, I think it's first and foremost starting with the almighty dollar. They're gathering this information because the first thing that these social media companies want is your attention. That, you know, if they can keep you on the platform for, well, he's, he's uh, lost the internet connection. Let's see, he's going to come back. But anyways... Maybe maybe you lost him when you said um, 
conspiracy theories. Yeah, I dropped them at the conspiracy theory thought. Yep. But you know, my my point is like you know, when you're when you're on these social media platforms, that's what they want. They want to have your attention. Like hands down, that's what they're looking for. They want you to stay on the platform as long as possible. And they're going to speaking feed of attention. Speaking, speaking of attention. Of attention let, let's talk about the banner that's behind you cuz we'll take a time out on this we'll wait for him to come back because who knows where where he's gonna be tell us about yesterday man tell us about being 2021 2021 genius of the year year. so what what was that like first of all my voice is a little hoarse because nothing but talking and then we went to the uh club at the end here and uh talking talking and talking over loud music it was it was a blast so uh, we did a 16-week program with Billy Gina's marketing, uh, learning about advertising. A lot of what we're talking about today, grabbing attention. That's one of the main things that we talked about because it's very important. Grabbing attention is the first step in creating an audience and creating a customer base and and building a business. And so we spent a lot of time doing those things. Anyway, 16 weeks of a grueling, grueling training program, uh, and I came out on top. Number one, number one genius out of, of the year genius of the year and it was awesome um you know after that it was it was uh come on stage and do a little speech and uh see how that goes and uh i I gotta say dude like good thing we've been doing podcasting for three years (laughs) because as soon as you got up there as soon as I got up there, I was comfortable. I wasn't nervous at all grabbed the mic i I almost like knew what I was gonna say. Because I've been saying it for a long time. I've been perfecting that story or that message for a long time. And it's simple. It's going to take you longer than you thought it was. It's a lot of hard work. You're going to mess up, but you can keep going. Like, that's that was the message. Let's see. Trip's back. Trip, you're back. Yes, I'm back. Woo-hoo. All wow. right. All right. We made it. And, better, and yeah. better connection, it seems like, too. Yeah, it does seem like it. So what was, yeah. what was the last thing that you so, heard that, that I was saying? So... Well, you were talking about the wanting a car and suddenly seeing the car. The problem is a little deeper than that. And it's not about the, the dollar of social media. Look, I play, I, I've got a, an over eighties mom that I got into playing candy crush on her cell phone that I give her. So she's on playing I also don't believe in paying for video games like that. So we see advertising. Now, Mm -hmm. you're told that Facebook does directional advertising, right? And they know who we are. I'm a guy in my late 50s. My mom is in her 80s. We see ads for joining the army. Okay? That's our government dollars being stolen stolen from them in the form of advertising dollars on Facebook. Facebook knows very well how old I am and it knows how old my mom is and it knows how old you are, my friend. So don't be that dollar ads pay for anything except for flush for Facebook or Twitter or Google. Their information dollars come from stealing your information when you don't expect it, doing the things that you do every day. If you have an Android or a phone, 
these devices steal your information from you without your knowledge you could turn the gps off and it uploads it to apple and google without your permission without your knowledge it knows that you're going at 40 man i really want to have this conversation with him i know <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly I, the kind of stuff you love. This is exactly the kind of stuff I love. Trim all that sucks, this man. Is you conspiracy keep going. central, man. You, you keep talking <laughs> about <laughs> Facebook like that. They're already knocking your connection, man. That's what's happening. Look, look, you know, nice. and, and okay, I do agree with you. They do have different ways. Um, the difference is knowledge and consent here. Because when you download the app and you accept their terms and conditions, you are accepting them. You are telling them and giving them permission to do those things. Now, most of us don't read the terms and conditions. We would rather open the I app have Facebook. Wait. I have Facebook on my phone that was put on by the carrier. Ah, yeah, that sucks. And, and he's right. Okay, there's preloaded apps on cell phones. Absolutely. But when you're buying it, you're still accepting their terms and conditions. When you when you when create I, when your I, profile to sign on, I, no, you are wait, accepting wait, 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 their. Whoa. Do you know what a shadow user is on Facebook? Well, I I have an idea. What do you mean by a shadow user? That's a technical term that Facebook uses for anybody that's known in America that they collect data on that doesn't have a Facebook account. Oh, all right, all right. Now, in the Senate hearing, last time that um, Google and Facebook and Twitter were together, they disclosed that people that violate their rules are put into a central database that they all share. In fact, they share our user profiles between all of us. So they centralize the user data between all of us. And by the way, for your customers, if your customers reach out to me and you find that you've been banned from Twitter or from Facebook or from Google, because that is happening too, meaning that you're not even allowed on the platforms, I have ways to get around that. Proven methods to get onto those platforms and to create an account and them not knowing or not being, or them not being able to throw you off again. And he just keeps leaving it like, yeah, this is more frustrating than watching TV, right? Like, right? what was he gonna say? What was he gonna say? What was he gonna go with that? Yeah, damn it. Oh, dude. So, so, so wait, it sounds like he's got ways to not get kicked off of the social media platforms. All right, keep going, Trip. Yeah, you're so you can't get kicked off the social media platforms. You got a way to get... sign on where you can't get booted. I have a way to get on again without getting booted. In other words, right now, if you're banned from Facebook, I don't think your, your users, most people don't understand this, using Google. That means if you go to google.com and try to open up a wet search page, Google will ban you and you're not allowed to use Google's search engine. You're not allowed to use, you're allowed to book or to have a, People are banned oh, from these things.
things that they've said. Oh man, we're losing we him. We're losing today. him. Trip, you got so much. I mean, dude, I would love to have this debate with you. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to reschedule because, uh, like, yeah, that connection is it's hard well, to, to make out can, a, a complete. What, yeah, no, I understand. And look, what we can do certainly is um, when I've got a stable connection. I don't know if it's this connection or if I'm setting something off because I know that I can watch the live feed coming from you and then it drops off. So I'm a conspiracy person anyway. So I just never know. <laughs> You're tainted, man. The internet already knows you. You've been tagged. That's it. It's and over. Now we are too. Oh, now I, we are too. Just, you just ruined the business, bros. Just, That's what ended up happening. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. Look, um, and, and here's, here's, you know, one of the things I love about, about being able to talk to people like you, Trip, is because, you know, there is logic in, in what you're saying. You're, there's absolutely truth in what you're saying. You know, there is, there, there are things that are going on in social media that are tracking us. There are things that we don't know about. There are people with malintent. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, I always look at things kind of the same way where, you know, I'm still a speck in this universe of things. I'm still small and minuscule. I have nothing to hide, nor do I have anything to that, that you know, I, I'm going to share my opinions, but at the same time, I'm going to listen to what other people are going through, right? I'm going to be empathetic and I'm going to be sympathetic if we're in the same situation, right? And, there, and, and to be able to have this conversation with people, whether you agree or not, people who are, you know, pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, people who are Democrat or Republican, people who are, you know, full conspiracy theorists or people who are oblivious and don't care. I think the, the fact that people like us can get together and have an honest conversation about these types of things, uh, I think it makes the world a better place. I think it gives us Absolutely. the opportunity to see multiple sides of different aspects of things so we can make educated decisions, our own educated decisions to go forward. Yes. Yeah, and, and you've got a bigger voice than that because there's something else that you need to put into the mix. And that is that you that you possess a love for humanity, and without mm -hmm. a universal love of the rest of humanity, the empathy thing goes away. And I really do mean that. It's not a case that I'm looking at this, going that these are the bastards and these are the desire irredeemables and these people have some opinion that i can't stand although i've got some of those people that do follow me and i can't change their mind in that that's not my place my place is to tell them that they're loved and accepted for who they are mm -hmm. and these these cretins that are out there that track us and try to manipulate us the thing about it is that the pandemic has taught me something about all of that the the q people really taught me a lesson that was a really disinformation campaign about how to sit on your hands and not do anything um hmm. they trusted they used to have this mantra trust the plan if the plan was to get where we're at today, there was something wrong with the plan to begin with. 
what I'm getting at is that the people that disrupt life and burn things and do all these things that, and I'm not talking about regular protest either. I'm talking about the organized dissenters that take soda cans to peaceful protests and pelt police with frozen Coca-Cola cans and act like there's nothing wrong with it because, you know, throwing a brick is generally ex acceptable. These things, these people, these people are not any kind of majority. They're thrown to us on the internet as having some kind of force. They're no force. They're nobody. They're a very small percentage of the rest of society who sits back and says, you know, it's for you, my friend, to show with love and compassion that you don't, we don't, we don't have to put with the surveillance state. We don't have to allow companies to manipulate your children and above. I mean, if you, if you go out to uh, Wikipedia, your kids are told not at the left and the right completely agree on that that is a piece of shit. You know, it, it astounds me that the right and the left agree on so many things, but we have a media that wants to tear us the flip apart. They want to feed us fear, hatred of each other. The vaxxed and the anti-vaxxed. The biggest danger right now is we need back. You know why? You know what the push I believe of the vaccination thing is? The four hundred dollar per head price tag that's on every vaccination going back to the companies that create the vaccines. I mean, that's why the politicians are so at it. Since when are they concerned about any of our asses and saving anyone? Honestly, I mean, look at them in a hole. Look at Chicago. Look at Detroit. Look at Baltimore. They don't give a shit about us. They never have. They're interested in the money going to the farm to pay for their king. You can't handle the truth. That's why the puts. And, and you know what I do? I do agree with you. You do got to look at the money. You do got to follow the money. You do got to see where those things go. Absolutely 100%. But at the same time, like, you know, James and I went to an event yesterday. And every time I go out with James, he's wearing his mask and I'm not. Right. And, and, and the cool thing about having James as a business bro on here is that, is that we always disagree on almost everything, almost, almost every social issue, almost every political issue, presidential election, COVID vaccines. Like we disagree on all that stuff. But again, yes, follow the money. Yes, there's profit involved here. Like to not say there isn't profit driven, you know, in part of the vaccine pullout, I mean, a, a rollout, then that you're absolutely right. That does exist. But I do believe that there are a lot of people on that side that believe they're doing the right thing to save lives. Like there are people who are taking the vaccine because they there's believe that's the right thing to do to save their family and the people who are close to them. And there are people on the other side Right. And there, there are people who are like, look, it's my body. It's my choice. 
I don't put certain things in my body naturally anyways. Why are you forcing me to do this one thing? Or they have religious beliefs, right? This are done with uh, with you know stem cells and we don't believe in using stem cells and, and using that to, to grow any of those things. All of these people have their own opinions on what's going on and and they're all valid. They're all justified. They all have a certain intent. I, you know, I believe even even the most evilest person like Hitler believed he was doing what was right for his people, right? It, what he did was absolutely wrong, but I know in his you know heart of hearts, he believed he was doing the right thing. Thanos in the Marvel Cinematic Universe believed he was doing the right thing and eliminating half of the population in the universe. The, the, the issue is when we believe so strongly and we negate the opinion of others, that's where the, the divisiveness happens. That's where we start to split up. That's where we start to fight each other over a belief and an opinion and something that really isn't significant because at the end of the day, you're going to go to sleep and hopefully the next day you wake up and that's what makes life beautiful. Right? That's that's the whole yeah. reason why we're here. Is just, we're yeah, only here is. for a short period of time. And if we can, and we and and to quote uh, well, Rodney King, can't we all get along? <laughs> the you and this is a disinformation. This is one disinformation campaign that our uh, partner wears a mask. This is a common Kleenex, okay? This is not a mask. It never was designed to be a mask. If we color it blue over our face, if I can determine that I have some kind of feeling over putting this napkin over my face and it makes me feel better, it's not helping me any. And if your friend wants to wear a N95 or a real respirator and protect himself, that's fine. I got no problem with wearing gear to protect oneself. But if you want to wear a symbol on your face, I have a with that because that's, that's telling you that you were Trump, you're 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 super breaking up but i think the point that you're making here is you know that it, and, and here's for me the issue here on on wearing masks not wearing masks again it comes down to if you want to wear a mask because it makes you feel safer because you feel better around being around people again then by all means wear the mask right my issue is always when you're forcing the, other people to do something that that they don't want to do I'm not going to force you to wear a mask just as much as I don't believe you should force me to wear a mask. But I am going to understand that that's what makes you feel more comfortable. That's what, you know, there are people who wear, uh, you know, turbans on their head. There are people who decide that they're going to wear skirts. And there are, there are people who decide they want to dress as women when they're men or dress as men when they're women. Like, who, who am I to judge who you are? You're going to choose to do the thing that you're going to choose not, to do. I'm not. Like, it's just, and it's just, I, to me, it's the I'm same not, thing as wearing a mask. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all, to me, one and the same. You are a person, right? You're a person first and foremost. I have a problem, and I think you have the same problem, with someone else forcing me to do something that I don't want to do, right? And, and it's almost like, it, no, it, you know, it, we no. get to a certain point. 
oh, man, I wish I could talk to you more. <laughs> I no, wish I could really hear you better. I, I, <laughs> I, I really don't. I, yeah, I really right. don't right. have it. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm I gonna really have to call you, man, because we're 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 going back and forth, uh, and I wish we could have an actual conversation. We're gonna have to reschedule because this is I, I, this is one of those conversations. Sure. James, I'll bring you on real quick because this is the type of conversations that James and I have all the time. Mm -hmm. And when we get to do a show for by ourselves, we get to have some of these deep rooted conversations. And at the end of the day, he's trying to convince me of his point of view. I'm trying to convince him <laughs> his point of view, right? And, and and we don't well, actually ever get anywhere, but we understand where each other are coming from. And, and that's what I no, love about being able to talk to you or partially talk to you. I wish I could actually have a good no, conversation with you. <laughs> yeah, the, the problem that we miscommunicate is actually not that deep-seated. You see, I don't care if you're wearing a mask or not wearing a mask for a religious meaning or some other meaning. But if you believe that that mask is doing you good rather than deceiving you, that I have a problem with. If you want to wear real equipment, wear a respirator, a N95 mask, something that really blocks virus, go for it. I don't think you see, what you think it means. Man, that's I'm telling you, I wish I could. I wish I could talk to you more because, again, I agree with you because I and I'm like you. I believe it should have some more technicality to it. But that's like telling you you can only read the New King James Bible because that's the actual right Bible, not the old one, not the one in Hebrew. And you can't actually believe in Old Testament. You can only believe in New Testament. We can't be picky with what people believe it's is helping them. Like that's, that's their well, choice and they believe again, it's their belief and your belief is different and that's okay. Actually, actually my belief is what is used by the medical community to protect itself who work around the virus that does work because they don't get infected. The general public at this point has the ability to buy the right equipment and to wear it but is encouraged instead to wear napkins. That is where my problem comes, my friend. 60% of the time, it works every time. If it, you want, um, you know, idea ah. that, and I'd rather talk about the internet anyway and the disinformation stuff, but we can, we can, thing. but we're going to have to reschedule when you're not at a hotel because, because it, it's, it's breaking up. All right, ladies and gents, this is, this is, to me, this is some of the most interesting stuff that we can be talking about because there's always going to be a difference of opinion in a lot of different things. Uh, and, and it's always great to listen and hear what people are going through. So, you know, Trip, you know, I, I hope you can hear me really well and let's get you on the calendar. Let's reschedule at a time where, where we can have an actual conversation without the internet cutting us off. Or maybe Facebook's after you already and they're already after you. Google's got your name, your IP address, and we're stuck. So I don't know. Hopefully we can go round two and it'll work out. But thank you very much for coming on the show. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy sure. the rest of your weekend. Uh, and I can still hear Trip a little bit coming through. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'll tell you more about genius advantage or the uh the uh genius certification and being genius of the year on, uh, on another episode but thank you guys for coming out enjoy the rest of your weekend we'll see you guys again next week peace out y'all
Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.